0: chapter twenty eight of the rover boys in camp by arthur m winfield the Slipperbox recording is in the public domain Read by matt Perard. chapter twenty eight dick's midnight adventure a minute after the last of blue Flapp's crowd left the hermit's den dick leaped to his feet went to the doorway and listened intently it was quite dark so he could see little or nothing at a distance he heard the masked cadets stealing swiftly along through the woods they had put out the lantern knowing the road fairly well through repeated excursions to the den soon the crowd was completely out of hearing it must be confessed that dick felt lonely and almost the first thing he did was to take a match from his pocket and strike it discovering a bit of candle on the table he lighted this also but little was to be seen outside of that which had already met his gaze the hermit's den had been cleaned up around the table on which rested half a dozen bottles an empty cigar-box and several packs of cards this must be the stuff those fellows bought in oakville thought the eldest rover they have been using this cave for a regular club-room what a beastly crowd they are and they really imagine they are having good times too as will be remembered dick had been given a trip on a rowboat before being brought into the den and he imagined that he was somewhere near the head of bass lake how far from the camp he could not tell perhaps i'm near where tom and the others met those snakes he mused ugh i don't want to fall in with things like that and how am i to get back to camp without a boat is more than i can settle blowing out the bit of candle he placed it in his pocket and left the den on all sides were the thick bushes already described and poor dick knew not which way to turn he listened once more but hardly a sound broke midnight silence might as well strike out as to stay here he said i don't think they'll come back in very much of a hurry and perhaps they won't come until morning pushing his way through the bushes he at last reached a tiny stream that poured over the rocks he followed the stream and after half an hour's hard walking reached the edge of the lake he had journeyed directly away from the camp and was now in a spot that was lonely in the extreme fortunately or unfortunately the water at this point was very shallow and soon dick was wading over to what he took to be the island upon which the encampment had been located but as a matter of fact he was headed for the main shore of the lake and soon he was tramping further away from the camp than ever for once in his life so far as his bump of locality was concerned dick was hopelessly mixed dick traveled nearly a mile before he reached the conclusion that he was not on pine island or anywhere near it i'm on the mainland that's certain he told himself i guess the best thing i can do is to wait for daylight before going further i may only hello a light dick had emerged from a grove of trees and now saw a light streaming from the window of a cottage but a short distance away the sight of this caused him to breathe a sigh of relief some farmer's place i suppose he murmured well anything will do i can get a place to sleep and the farmer can testify to that i haven't been drinking as lew flapp and his cronies will want to prove A curtain was drawn over the window of the cottage so that Dick could not see into the room. The cottage was small, with but a single door, and on this the youth rapped loudly. The rapping was followed by a commotion inside of the cottage, and Dick heard two persons leap to their feet. "'Who's there?' demanded a rough voice. "'A stranger,' Dick answered. "'I have lost my way in the darkness.' And without waiting he tried the door, and, finding it unlocked, opened it. "'Dick, rover!' the cry came from one of the occupants of the room a tall awkward-looking young man much tanned by exposure and with a pair of dark and wicked-looking eyes great scott gasped dick falling back a step am i dreaming or is this really dan baxter oh i'm dan baxter right enough answered the former bully of putnam hall but-but i thought you were still on that island in the pacific "'You wanted to see me in my days there, didn't you?' sneered Dan Baxter. Dick did not reply, for he was gazing at the other occupant of the room, a man with a short crop of hair and a short beard. "'And your father, too,' he murmured. "'Come in here,' cried Arnold Baxter savagely and caught him by the arm. "'Are you alone?' "'Yes,' answered Dick, before he had stopped to think twice. "'Good enough. Come in.' And Arnold Baxter continued to hold him he may be fooling us dad put in dan baxter the officers of the law may be with him take a look around and see dan i'll keep him here let me go cried dick trying to break away not much rover you'll stay where you are for the present answered the older baxter grimly dan had slipped out and he made a thorough search before returning to the cottage in the meantime dick was forced to sit down on a bench in a corner while arnold baxter stood over him with a stout club this is getting interesting to say the least thought dick i wish i hadn't come anywhere near the cottage nobody around announced dan baxter as he came in and closed and locked the door good answered his father he turned again to dick now how comes it that you are wandering around here rover he went on i was trying to find my way back to camp and lost my way in the woods but your camp is on an island i know it i was carried off by some students who were hazing me they put a bag over my head and took me in a boat and i got mixed up i hope they hazed you good came from dan baxter with a malicious grin thank you dan you always were a real friend returned dick as coolly as he could oh don't you come any of that game over me roared dan baxter i haven't forgotten the past dick rover and you'll find it out so before i get through with you i was just hoping you or your precious brothers might drop into my arms what are you and your father doing here that is my business broke in arnold baxter i don't see why you fellows can't turn over a new leaf went on dick earnestly oh don't preach dick rover answered dan baxter you make me sick when you do that i suppose you find this a good hiding place it has been up to now said arnold baxter but since you have discovered us he did not finish we'll make him pay for it said dan baxter i have been waiting to square accounts for a long time how did you escape from that island dan asked dick curiously "A ship came along about a week after you left it i see and did you come right through to here that is my business dick rover but i came to help my father i don't mind telling you that then you knew he had escaped from prison from the hospital yes and did you know he had robbed our house he took what belonged to him dick rover your folks robbed him of that mine in the west well i won't argue the point dan baxter dick got up and moved toward the door i think i'll go will you cried both of the baxters in a breath and seizing him they forced him back into the corner let us make him a prisoner went on dan baxter and this was speedily done by aid of a rope which the elder baxter brought forth then dick was thrown into a closet of an inner apartment and the door was locked upon him chapter twenty eight